they go to Quickie Mart. Oh. They buy slushies. Mm. Love a good slushie. <laughs> what were we doing? I don't remember. Greetings oh. and salutations and welcome once again to the Cables Crusaders live at the time via the internet. The miracle of modern communication technology. Someday ah. soon, you too will be in your flying car heading to your job in the skies Ooh. where a robot does most of the work for you <gasps> and a small plate uh, generates magical food. Mm. The world of tomorrow. That's all I got. Ah. Speaking from the future, well, technically the past by the time you, you hear this, but whatever. My name is, of course, <laughs> David Barry at DR Barry on fairing social media platforms known to some as the doctor, the doc if you will, the Encyclopedia Comica, that is my name. I made no rhymes in there, um, even though I wanted to. Get well soon, DMX. Anyway, I am nice. joined this evening. Uh, I hear he's he's able, he's off life support. He's able to to breathe and stuff on his own now. So I heard that. Yeah, that's a positive. Anyway, uh, who are you? One point twenty one gigawatts, full of energy. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. Woo! Woo! About to time travel up in this bitch. Mm. Um, so funny story. Mm. You uh, time traveled? Yes, actually. Um, <laughs> because of some uh technical issues that we've had mm-hmm. uh so far this evening, mm-hmm. um I uh, do not have access to some of my normal uh information, if you will. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so basically what I'm gonna have to do is finagle this um and then do this and and then say we are your number one there it is. podcast for anything comic book related and this episode is brought to you in part by the nerd on nation powered by patreon the nerd on nation allows us to keep the lights on oh it's bright in here mm. I, can, I can see things in front of me my eyes hurt <laughs> well you might want to turn off that ridiculous ring light you bought mm. God, mr fancy content creator influencer man that's me fancy <laughs> um, l- let me know when it inevitably fails and you start an OnlyFans. What you got it, man? <laughs> the, the, I I just just like to point out that I am in no way shaming anyone that starts an OnlyFans. It just seems like more and more that is a much easier way to be successful than all the content creating stuff. Because the content creating <laughs> stuff, you're just like, hey, use my code and and buy this thing you don't need. OnlyFans, we all need that. You know, you know what exactly. Saying? Come see my junk. <sighs> I, what? I mean, what? I don't want to pay for it. Oh. Um, anyway, we also up our quality. I, that was the next part of the spiel. As a member of the Nerdon Nation, for as little as one to five dollars a month, you get early access to episodes like this, a Discord mm-hmm. community, nerdon.tv slash Discord, half open, half closed, and bonus episodes and so much more. Check it out at nerdon.tv slash Patreon. You know what? I've been listening back to our old episodes, and every mm-hmm. time I make the joke, oh God, that didn't line up, it totally lines up. It lines up, right? Yeah. So I just sound like a fucking idiot when I'm like, oh, that didn't line up. <laughs> Or they're just like, man, he is a perfectionist. It yeah, feels like it's right on, but he does not hear it. Nil a second. He's like J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. Wow. Angry. Yeah, yeah, I, I am. I'm an angry, bald man. Play those drums. Hit the drums. Hit, hit the drums, guy who's no one's going to remember that you're Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> I'll remember. Anyway, for anything related to <laughs> The Capeless Crusaders and Nerdon, you can head on over to thecapelesscrusaders.com, your hub for all things Crusaders. From there, you can find all of our content as well as, uh, cut, take two, as, well mm-hmm. as the rest of the Nerdon podcast family. Boom. Nice. Coming to you live again at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Steve's. Yeah, man. 
I had you introduce yourself, right? You did, yeah. Oh, By the wow, way, I'm great sure. job, though. You cut that promo. Fuck yeah, dude. Without the script. You did it, man. You did that. It was good. I've uh, I've been doing this for all of like seven years. I, don't know if you knew that. I believe I believe I got the time hop notification that seven years ago tonight. Yes, that's we right. Recorded our first episode, so we should be fucking this celebration. Woo! Woo! Seven uh, transplanted a couple pots uh, plants tonight. They're uh, they're doing well. Not pot plants, just regular no, no. plants. Regular plants. Um, though I could do that now. California, we're we're dope. Dope that's is legal. True. You just reminded um, me. I should uh, when I post on social tonight about our seven years. I'm going to use uh, Monica from Friends. Seven, seven. Yep, that's going up. Fantastic. I like <laughs> I like your thinking. Anyway, uh, so on this uh, this episode, uh, it is just Steve's and I, uh, Super Manderson and Amelia will be joining us again at a later date. But uh, we are going to be talking. We're going to talking trailer talk. That is what yeah. we're going to talk about. Some trailer talk. We're, now we're not in a trailer park talking it's we're talking about movie trailers you know it's you know it's a, f- a fun thing a fun thing that uh i've been thinking about recently is talking uh, in trailers no yeah oh. so for okay. like the longest time like i always thought about like like how like everyone always sees like trailer parks as as like trashy and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. and but then at the same time you have these these content creator, these influencers who are like, Oh my God, I sold all my possessions and bought a van. Like, it's going to be so cool. Like live <laughs> off the grid. Like this right. is so, and it's just kind of like, wow, it's, it's very interesting how on one hand we see those people as like living their best life. Mm-hmm. And then we judge people in trailer parks when it's basically, I mean, w- one is doing it because they have money and freedom. The other mm-hmm. one is doing it because it's, it's what's affordable to them. But really at mm-hmm. the end of the day, like it's, they're we doing the same be, thing. Yeah, we shouldn't be fucking judging people in a fucking trailer park. Like it's it'd be different if everyone in a trailer park had a social media account. Then we're good. Yeah, if they were all so uh, that's it. Everyone should become an influencer in every Boom. trailer park ever. Get a ring light. Boom. Uh sell sell uh some some detox teas that don't work. Play uh, play the eight mile soundtrack in the background. Yeah, hundred percent. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about trailers, but AKA trailers. we're talking about uh, some of the movies. Now that the pandemic is, um, it's not actually winding down. No, but we won. We won. We won. You say now that vaccinations are on the rise. There we go. Um, and, and we will hopefully be reopening safely soon. Hopefully we're not rushing it, but it seems like everyone is but regardless. We have now have release dates for a lot of movies. Uh, we got trailers for a couple, a couple things that kind of gotten, leveled out so we're going to chat a little bit about those nothing crazy um we're also going to have some news and of course Mm -hmm. we're going to go around the horn so first when we have had technical difficulties all night long Uh led to just a frustrating evening Mm -hmm. but we've been doing this for seven goddamn years (laughs) with tech issues holy fuck the whole way remember when it took like three months to produce an episode (laughs) wow great times for that entire fucking time though almost almost the entire time almost seven years we have been doing one thing and one thing only mm-hmm. and that is going that's right around the horn damn seven years they've been doing this around the horn thing and they still got that that horn going on yeah that stupid free sound <laughs> that free generally Free generally, <laughs> copyright free generally. No NFTs. Oh. No NFTs. Hey, could we sell our first image of this podcast as an F- NFT? Uh, if you wanted to to go burn down a square uh, square mile of the Amazon rainforest instead, I would. I'd rather you do that. Fuck yeah! 
Okay, cool. <laughs> Probably get just as much out of it. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I still don't. I, I honestly, I still don't understand NFTs. But a lot of people whose opinion I very much respect seem to be down on them. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm agreeing with them. Yep. That's pretty much all I fucking got. Anyway, like call, uh, like call nifts. Yep, nif- nifts. Nifts. Uh, so speaking of uh, three-letter acronyms, uh, mm-hmm. when we go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion, except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. It's been a no. long, long time mm-hmm. since we've ever even sat around a table, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we go around the horn, we uh, talk about what comic cut take two. We talk mm-hmm. about what comic books we have been reading this week or this month or any time, really. Uh, Steve's. Hey, man. What's your around the horn, man? man? Hey. Man, man? Hey. I got one. You got one? Yeah. Just one? Just one. Just one. Yeah, well. (laughs) Hopped in to the Marvel Universe, and in preparation for a new series, I read the first issue of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which started in 2020. Fantastic. Uh, It is written by Derek Landry and art by Federico Vincentini and Matt Miller. With some variants by Bengal, Butch, ooh, this is going to be tough, Butch Gucci, Frank Diamata, and Zion Lee, uh, Zan Lu. Yeah. Nice try. I'm sorry. Good I'm job. sorry. I'm sorry if I butchered those. Hey, here, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. There are other shows that wouldn't even fucking bought. They would have stopped at the writer's name. and like, yeah, it's a comic. Mm-hmm. You know what? I mean, yeah, we, we might not be able to pronounce all those names and we might fuck that up, but we are trying to give credit where credit is fucking trying to give the respect, trying to give the respect. Yeah. So I thought I'd read this in uh, preparation for the, for the new series on Disney plus sick and, uh, it's different story, but the attitude kind of the same, uh, when this picks up, Bucky has been pardoned because he has helped eliminate the Hydra threat in the U S which was in secret empire. Oh yeah. Yeah. He helped eliminate that threat. So the government has pardoned him as long as he works for them, of course. So oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Bucky will be called upon to do certain things. Right. Um, Sam is once again back to being Falcon. Nice. Uh, both these guys once carrying the shield are now uh, back to their uh, back to their uh, first character, the their first roots, disguises, yeah. the roots, you know, the roots. Um, and we start off with Bucky being attacked by some squad that was trying to kill him, and they failed, of course, because it's Bucky. Yeah. And uh, Sam is on is looking for an, a woman named Sally, who has been in his um, support groups for military veterans, and she's been missing the she's missed the past few uh, meetings, so he's worried. And it leads to both of them meeting up at this office of Federal Affairs, which was the uh, secret name that was used for the that was used for the group that was hiring Bucky to take out these terrorist camps. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And when they both arrive there, everyone there is dead, That's gone. Great. Right, great start. So, and uh, Sam does ask Bucky at one point, "But you didn't?" Uh, and then Bucky looks back at him. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> um, wouldn't uh, be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so. Bucky goes in with Sam and they check in on his um his handler. Yeah. And she had no idea that the whole office was wiped out. And they've come to find information that there's split splinter uh cells of Hydra. Mm. Two specifically. One that's being supposed to be being run by a protege protege of Baron Zemo. And another being run by a rival of Baron Zemo. Gang war. Right? Gang war. 
And so Bucky and Sam decide that they want to find out where the protege is. And before they can decide to do that, they are visited by this young male who is like fan, just, just fanboying over these two. And then says, it's too bad that I have to kill you. Oh, snap. Yep. I'm going to leave it right there for you. Nice. I'm going to leave it right there for you. <laughs> but that is where I left off. Um, yes, go. So I uh, learned this uh, this this year, um, as it was my birthday recently, um, that I have been a member of Marvel Unlimited uh, since 2013. Damn. I've been doing it that long. I got it when it debuted. Um, and I have been a mem- member of Marvel Unlimited since 2013. Um, and I actually found out. So you got the unrelated, but related. You got the WWE Network when it first came out, right? Yes, it did. So that was 2014. Mm-hmm. And it's now dead. It yes. was it was turned off last week. And now they're all everything's on Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. Get your Peacock. Yeah. Oh. Come get your Peacock. What? Um. Anyway. Um. So, uh, so yeah, Marvel Limited out, outlasted the, the WWE network, but, um, so I, I re-upped because I, I, I get it around my birthday and, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to hop back in cause it'd been a little while since I delved into, to my Marvel Unlimited. And, um, I realized that I had, um, I had been a bad X-Men Hickman fan. I read House and Powers and mm-hmm. I fell off with a lot of the stories that followed. So I flipping through them and i'm like okay whichever one i see first i'm gonna read so i started reading marauders okay uh marauders focuses on uh kitty pride who nice. for whatever reason cannot go through the portals to krakoa so all those portals that showed up all over the world and mutants could just walk through them and, and go to krakoa mm-hmm. um she can't go through it and mm. so she gets on a boat and she basically sails out there uh, and is at that point propositioned by Emma Frost. Cause she's like, Hey, you, you got out there. Here's what I want you to do. We have this deal with all these countries. You know, if they, if they acknowledge us, they're getting our miracle drugs for free. But we also have a lot of people that will still want those drugs and their countries are not acknowledging us. So we need to control basically the black market value of our drugs. Um, and that's where, this hellfire shipping company basically comes in. Mm-hmm. Basically she says, I want, I, you're going to have this ship. You're going to, you know, help deliver these drugs. You're also going to, um, uh, help like get help, like free mutants who can't get to the portals for whatever reason. Cause there's a lot of countries that have like shut down access to the portals or mm-hmm. they've said, you know, we, we don't acknowledge you. People can't go through it. Like there are citizens. So the, the ship is to smuggle people and smuggle the drugs. And but it's it's like the mutant government is also kind of controlling it. It's very much like a East India trading company, you know. Okay. Like East India was tied in with the crown, yeah. Kind of a similar way, like this 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 shipping company is tied in with the the ex the mutant government. Interesting. Um, and so Kitty Pride is is the the she's <coughs> the uh, the captain of this ship, and her crew is Storm, uh, Iceman, um. Oh, I'm blanking on his name. He was like he was like a he, I think he was a he was a bad mutant that was dead for a while and then he got resurrected by Grecoa. I just oh. read it and I'm forgetting his power. It's like his he's like fire based, but he has to like he, he doesn't like create fire. He controls fire, but he has to get it like at him first. Like he oh. has to like he can't cause the fire, but he can control it. Control okay. I'm trying to I can't remember his name to save my life and now I feel like an idiot. 
Um, but so I started that series. Um, and artwork is awesome. Um, the I can't remember any of the people, so I'm not going to give respect to anybody. Because um, I just I'm blank. I just I my iPad is nowhere to be found, so I can't pull up who who wrote it or or re- drew it or anything. Um, if you could pull it up for me, that'd be great. Working uh, on it. Marauders, I think it's the I think it started in 2020 or 2019. Um, but yeah, but it's it's really cool. I I really enjoy. It. I like the concept. Um, the kind of kind of like this good goodly piracy along with smuggling and stuff. Um, they go to uh, I think Russia, where like the Russian government basically has like a like a military detachment like surrounding the portal. Um, and they fight off the uh the military detachment and it's where and you get to see where kitty pride like everyone's like oh she just phases through stuff okay you know what what can she really do but then you see what she can really do when you are able to phase through people and machines and at one point she grabs a guy's gun like it's like a it's like an assault rifle Uh she phases it puts it into these two guys thighs and then unfazes it so it's now stuck in their legs. And these two guys are connected to the legs via a a machine gun through their legs. Right. Like it's like, it was like, she, of course she, she phases through a tank. And then while she's in the tank, she unfazes and pulls the pins on all the grenades inside. Nice. And rephases. And so the guys, the guys all jump out of the tank. Like it's cool shit like that. So it's, it's, it's fun to see Kitty. I got a, so she's created by seeing her being a badass. (laughs) Created by, Jerry Dugan and Matteo Lully, um, written by Jerry Dugan, uh, Benjamin Percy, and Vita Ayala. Oh, yeah, dude, duh, Vita Ayala. She's fucking dope. They're fucking and dope. Art by Matteo Lully, Michelle Bendini, Lucas Warnack, Mario Del Panino, and Stefano Caselli, with covers by Russell Douterman and Matthew Wilson. Yeah, it's a fucking it's a dope team. Like the like like Jerry Duggan is awesome. Evita Ayala is awesome. Um, Hickman is the one of the editors on it. Yeah, because because he's the he's the, the it's his you know his little universe. Uh, so it's 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 really cool. I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm I, my plan is to catch up on a lot of the Hickman yeah like X Men sub stories because I fell behind because it's really good. Is Pyro the guy you were thinking of? Pyro, thank you. Yeah, I think he's uh, Australian. I think so. Yeah. Bishop, Callisto, Kristen Frost, Emma Frost, Iceman, Kitty Pride, Lockheed, Pyro, Sebastian Shaw, and Storm. Yeah, so the nice. the uh, Emma and Sebastian Shaw are they represent the Hellfire, uh, the Hellfire company. Um, I'm not to a point where I think a couple other people are going to hop on board. It seems like so I'm I'm really digging it. It's really cool. Nice. Um, and oh, I mean, of course, this is like you know two years ago now, so you got plenty of time to go grab a trade. You know, sign up for Marvel Unlimited. It's free for I think. You can get a month or seven days for free. So check nice. out Marvel Unlimited. It's dope. I mean, you have it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's um, a beautiful library. Yeah, highly recommend it. I mean, yeah, it's it's usually a couple months behind on what's current, but you, I mean, if you don't mind that, you can literally have everything Marvel is publishing from like three months ago. Oh yeah, and, you, I, and then you can catch up. I never did finish it, but I'm still planning to. Is reading all the tie-ins to the first Civil War. Dude, that's a that's a I got it halfway through. That's a I got it halfway task. through. <laughs> I can't, uh, I think original sin. No, yeah. There's there's one event recently where I read all the tie-ins and I was just like, why am I doing this? Like it's not even that they were bad. It was just so much effort. Mm-hmm. They, they were they were awesome. But I, I, I a lot of tales. A lot yeah, of tales. Lots of tales. <laughs> uh, so that, yeah. So that's uh, that's our round the horn. Check them out. Go read them if you like. If you want to. I don't know. If you don't Do want it. to, that's that's fine too. Do it. 
Yeah, do we it. Have, we have good suggestions. Uh, we do. Come, come chat with us on our on our Discord at uh, nerdon.tv slash Discord if you want to more recommendations, you want to chat about what you've been reading, so on and so forth. I'm glad I stopped myself. I almost went to the mic and said Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Going over the Discord part. So, uh, speaking of um, terrible segues, uh, here, here's the news. <gasps> Reporting live, uh, there's a tumbleweed in the middle of the highway. Back to you. Ah, oh, fantastic. Uh, that, that's good. You because I, I all I had was like bad news. Like I'm just like, just, just, <laughs> I, I was trying to think of something positive. I'm like, there's a tumbleweed. I don't know. Uh, uh, D- DMX is is breathing without life support. That's there's something. I guess. Pos- I mean, it's a, that's as about as positive as I got right now. X, X gon' give it to you. X gon' give it to you. I might watch Deadpool again just to hear that song pop up. I might watch the the Fresh Off the Boat episode where he talks about his orchids. There you go. Um, so, uh, in the news this week, uh, just a couple stories, a couple small ones. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so, Stevs, yes. start us off. Start us off with that one that that hurts. Uh, well, the one, the one that hurts. The one that hurts. Um, being reported by so many news outlets, but I'm going to take the headline from uh, CBR.com. And that is New Gods, Ava DuVernay, Tom King address films cancellation. That's right. In case you haven't heard by the time you hear this episode, uh, Warner Brothers has decided to not continue with production on the New Gods film, which is going to be teaming up fantastic director Ava DuVernay, along with her co-writer, DC's golden boy right now, Tom King. Those two were teaming up together to write an, ad- an adaptation of Kirby's New Gods. And a week or two after all the noise and pomp and circumstance and hashtags of Zack Snyder's Justice League, we got that information. And it's heartbreaking because I'm a fan of both of these. Like Tom King is easily one of the, f- I, I'm going to say one of the first like new writers I read when we started this podcast because I read his. Uh, Sheriff of Babylon series, which is fantastic. Uh, Ava, I had known from her movies 13th uh, from Selma. Um, she's the next, she is the future of Hollywood um, of, of motion picture mastery, in my opinion. And she gave us When They See Us, of course, on Netflix, if you haven't seen that series. Um, but we are denied this amazing team up of geniuses. Uh, Ava did tweet on April 1st, which of course sucks because at first you're trying to think that maybe. <laughs> Maybe? maybe she's maybe it's just a joke, but no. Ava did tweet a picture of herself and Mr. Tom King. Tom King, of course, wearing his Dark Side Is shirt, and she typed. She typed. She tweeted, "Tom, I loved riding New Gods with you. I'm upset that the saga of Barda, Scott, Granny, Highfather, and the Furies ends this way. Diving into Kirby's fourth world was the adventure of a lifetime that can't be taken away." Thank you for your your friendship. And remember, and she gives us the hashtag, dark side is. Some so bullshit. first off, first off, the fact that Ava is this, you know, the next, the future Scorsese Coppola of the film industry. She's a fellow nerd, too, with that hashtag. She just uh, just posted in her Twitter. Dark side yeah. is. She knows. Wait, f- future Coppola? Does that mean she's going to uh, murder someone on a boat? I mean, you never know. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> that was him, right? That's yeah. You got it. No, you're right. You're right. Okay, well done. Cool. You got your real film reference correct. Uh, um, <laughs> glad, I, glad I knew about that murder. 
Uh, Tom King did tweet back to her, Ava, I am so incredibly proud of the work we did. It was such a joy seeing you bring your passion and talent to these characters. I really felt Kirby's legacy was being honored here, and I wish we could have kept going. That one Barda Scott scene where dot, 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 damn. So we'll never know what Tom means by that. Um, and of course, these two are still, Ava's got deals with Warner Brothers and DC Television. And Tom, of course, is still DC's highest writer. So they're, of course, playing it very safe in the way they're tweeting about this, how sad they are that they can't continue without any of the emotion we as fans are feeling, like the two of us right now who are very angry that Warner Brothers has decided to not go forward with New Gods. Yeah. So here's here's the here's the problem um, amongst many. So <laughs> and and again. If if this, at the end of the day, this is a Warner Brother decision, a Warner Brothers decision. So at the end of the day, the fault lies with them. Um, they are the ones who decided to 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 cancel this. They also canceled uh, Trench, which mm-hmm. um, the director of uh, James Wan, thank you, Aquaman was going to be doing, which is going to be based on the 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 Trench, you know, the the, the beings that survived Atlantis's fall. Um, Another great filmmaker, right? That there, was going yeah, to be awesome. Um, but they they called like legacy like legacy projects or something like how the fuck are these a legacy whatever i I don't know what that means um but the again the fault lies with warner brothers this was their decision um i can't help but wonder if because this was in a was it the hollywood reporter Mm -hmm. they basically said that more or less because we got the snyder cut of justice league and since we got dark side um they basically didn't want to have dark side reappear as a villain so soon after justice league, which is fucking stupid. <laughs> One, um, if that is the reason again, I know it's one of his fault, but I hope the Snyder cut was fucking worth losing new gods with Ava DuVernay <laughs> and Tom King. I don't think it was, but okay. Again, Warner brothers fault, but still, um, and because so there's there's, of course, all the people um, arguing in the comment section of the Internet, which is just the worst place to, to be. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, a bunch of them are saying, well, it's like, oh, it's it's because they wanted to recast Darkseid. They weren't going to use Ray Porter. Why wouldn't they use Ray Porter? The whole point of the DC multiverse is always the same Darkseid. It's always exactly. like it's always him. But. That doesn't fucking matter because this isn't a multiverse. Like these are literally, I mean, some directors are starting to make like Matt Reeves, I guess, mentioned that that the Batman movie may, might take Earth place two. on Earth 2, um, which, again, is fine. But Warner Brothers and they, they have not announced that this is a multiverse. They have not said, hey, they don't have a movie called the Multiverse of Madness coming out like they haven't fucking said there's a multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, so all these movies that are not connected to each other, like Joker, the Batman, all these other ones, like a lot of them exist outside of the 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 DC universe or whatever. So saying that you have to have the same dark side suggests that this is in fact a multiverse, which they have not said is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um having different ones also it doesn't fucking matter because it's fucking movies and comic books and if you're fucking tied to a voice actor and you're saying he's he's my only dark side because a movie that came out four years ago didn't use him and then got brought back out and is now using him. If that's your fucking argument, maybe you don't deserve anything. Maybe you just should just fucking have your internet cut off and go sit in a fucking corner and think about what you've done. 
And, and Ray Porter also coming to the defense on Twitter of Ava. Yeah, he's like, he's like quit fucking pestering her. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, this, these are not things that are important. And again, at the end of the day, it's Warner Brothers' fault. They they made this decision. They didn't have to do this. Mm-mm. I mean, like, the, the, the reasoning... Because here's the thing. If you want to have a cohesive universe, then... Who fucking cares? If it is a cohesive multiverse, Thanos popped up in a bunch of fucking movies in Marvel really fast because he ended up being the big bad guy. You had you had Avengers in 2012 where he appears. Yeah. You had 2014 Guardians of the Galaxy where yeah. he appears. And then he just one year later all the fucking time. Yeah. One year later, at the end of Age of Ultron, he's guess what? He's right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like if you want to have a cohesive universe, cool. You can do that. If not, I mean, if they're not fucking cohesive, okay. Here's here's my question. If you want, if if you think. Darkseid being the bad guy is too close together by doing this. How are you going to explain that you're going to have two fucking different Batman within two years of each other? You're going to have <laughs> fucking two different... Z- an Affleck. You're going to have a Joker, then another Joker, and then the, and then back to the Joker from before. Like, <laughs> sh- shut the fuck up. Like, just... just it, it, it goes back again, again, to my theory that after Dark Knight Trilogy and Harry Potter, Warner Brothers forgot how to fucking produce know, a franchise. They what they're doing. Yeah, they're just, they're fucking all over the place. Like they and then you have, it. of course, we, we had news also of, of uh, Ray Fisher. He, uh, he revealed what Warner Brothers uh, did to him and how their mismanagement with um, Jeff Johns and... Uh, what's it? Joss, Joss, of yep, course. Yep. So it's just Warner Brothers is showing. Yeah, Gal, Gal Gadot saying that like Joss was like threatening her career or something mm-hmm. during the reshoots. Mm-hmm. Also, here's the thing though. Um, it's not. It, this is not a uh, like to take away or anything from Ray Fisher. Sometimes his tweets, I don't understand what he's saying. Like, like I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's like, being cryptic and something. Or, or yeah, and I'm just like, what are we? Are we fucking talking about like the TV show or the movie right now? Like I don't know. <laughs> He said something about Michael Shannon and Zod, and I was just like, I had no, I had no idea what it was in reference to. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I actually helped. have to dig. I dig on that one. It was. It was. They had considered making the main character of Krypton black, which would be Superman's great or grandfather or great grandfather, right? And Jeff Johns was against that because he wanted someone who looked like Henry Cavill. And then his response was, "Well, you didn't get someone who looks like uh, who looks like Michael Shannon to be Zod's grandfather." Yeah, so wasn't he? Wasn't he? Wasn't he played by a black guy? I don't remember. Was he? I, that I don't recall. In, I never. In, I never watched Krypton. Krypton. I th- I think the I think the the dude who was. I think the guy who was like Zod's okay ancestor. I think he was black. So that points out more to what. So, yes, yeah, so that, that, that adds. Okay, so okay. Thank thank you for explaining that because I yeah. don't know what the fuck he was talking mm-hmm. about. Um, did that make more it, sense? It's more. Uh, you know, errors that are being pointed at Jeff Johns now, as well as Joss Whedon. And- yeah, which is weird because I remember like like five years ago, and when just, everyone was just ready to just lick Jeff Johns. We all, he, oh, he was going to be the Kevin Feige of DC. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so it, it's again, it's 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 Warner Brothers' fault. They didn't need to do this, and it's fucking stupid. Because just it, sad. It, I you mean, take away two great uh, creators' chance to show a world that we've never seen before. Like Jack Kirby's like Fourth World is. It's some of the coolest fucking work mm-hmm. ever. Like you know, it's just it's it's mm-hmm. it's going to be so cool. I was really excited for it. At least, hopefully, we get something kind of in the vein of it with uh, Eternals from Marvel, just yes. because that was it, was it was still that that Jack Kirby sci fi style. So ho- hopefully, they they dig in and do some cool stuff. It's it's disappointing because if you think about it, we just got the news earlier this year that Tanasi Coates and J.J. Abrams were coming to DC and Warner Brothers to do a Superman film. They had a chance to have. Is Tana that Haas. happening? Who knows? Uh, as far as we know, I mean, <laughs> who knows? Fuck. But they could have had under their banner, under their DC cinematic world, 
Tanasi Coates, J.J. Abrams, Ava DuVernay, Tom King, James Wan. Look at that powerhouse. lineup you could add. Powerhouse. Now you only have Tanahasi and J.J. Hopefully. Hopefully Spe- you still have them. Speaking of Tanahasi Coates, what a way to segue Ooh. into our next story. Uh-oh. Um, so uh, uh, angry, angry men on Twitter are a tizzy. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> for those of you who, uh, who frequent the show, um, well, let's just say some, uh, some people on the internet are, uh, how can I put this? How can I put this? They're assholes. That's, yes. That's, they're assholes. And, and we, and we tell them that they're assholes. Yes. Um, so there is a Canadian psychologist by the name of, uh, Jordan Peterson, which some people are all about him. Um, I think he's a piece of shit, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically came to the realization that in his run on Captain America, Ta-Nehisi Coates more or less um, copied part of his philosophy and uh, and gave it to uh, none other than uh, Johann Schmidt, a.k.a. the Red Skull. Um, <laughs> and because basically Red Skull is is radicalizing these people through videos and um, more or less like he, he tries to, you know, pump these guys up and, you know, make them feel like they should fight and die because they're secretly great and all this stuff. And um, Jordan P- Peterson more or less realized that Ta-Nehisi Coates was talking about some of his stuff, his theories. Uh, and he got upset about that. And um, the internet is, is well, Twitter was kind of all over. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> some to people, you know, maybe people realize like they're the baddies. Um, Jordan Peterson's not happy. Uh, ben Shapiro came to his defense, which of course he did. <laughs> woo! Oh, oh Jordan, I got your back. There's little Ben. And then we uh, just, Oh, boom. Flick him, we just flick him in his forehead and he flies ow, out the fucking ow, table. Ow. There, go. there he goes. Gina. Go have some, uh, yeah, go have some raw steak with Jordan Peterson. Tell me how you feel. Gina, um, help me. And she goes, picks him up, puts her in her pocket <laughs> and walks away. So, uh, so yes, that's it. That's, that's the story. It's just, I just think it's fucking hilarious. They have a, there's a great tweet of it's Jordan Peterson and the red skull. And it's the two Spider-Men pointing at each other. <laughs> oh, it's good. oh, that's good. Uh, so yeah. And then our, our last story, um, do we have another story? We do. We oh, have. oh, this was fun. It belongs in a museum. Belongs in a museum. It really does. So, uh, we have a record-breaking sale this uh, this month. Uh, the uh, most valuable comic ever. Wow! Which is Action Comics Numero Uno. Um, Those of you la- wondering, it's the image of the cover is the image of Superman in this old suit lifting the Smashed. car. Yeah, you got the car hitting the rock, and the guy yes. with the guy in the fedora, like, oh no, oh no. Uh, so the, the 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 previous record for an auction for sale of that comic was three point two million dollars, um, and this week that record was broken. Oh, um, now it doesn't seem like it's a lot to to all of us. It's a it's a fucking lot if you think about it. But you know, in in, in numbers, it doesn't seem like a lot. But uh, it is uh, a new sale. A new record has been uh, has been set. Three point two five million dollars. Wow, for Action Comics number one. A wow! Sale. Ooh, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Can, can, you just think, can, can you just think it'd be cool if you had like a grandparent or something that's like, oh, I have this box, and you're just like, oh, what the fuck is this? Oh, I'm set for life. 
We're all hoping. We're all hoping to find that box someday. It's never a thing. And yeah, it, it, it's it's not a thing. I I drive by garage sales, and I'm like, I'm never going to see a box of old comics and find a gem anymore. Everyone thinks everything's fucking worth money, which a lot of it is. That's the problem. Uh, never, my, I, my my brother in law and his wife did get me the very first Spider Man comic, but it was like a reissue. So I was like, yeah. oh come on, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. oh. That was so close. Look at the print date. You're like 1999. Fuck no. Um, so yes, 3.25 million dollars for Action Comics number one. Speaking Ooh. of action, that was a Get- that was a, another piss poor. Getting some? No. Woo! Hey, um, hey yo. So uh, let's talk trailer talk. Yeah, trailer talk. Uh, so basically, now again that the the, the for some people, the pandemic is over, apparently. Uh, we won! I Woo! Uh, I don't know if you've heard this. We won! Uh, there was a guy on TV last year that, that you know, cast it out using his magic. Yes. Um, and it, 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 took a, it took a year for that to fully take effect. I think it was number one on the hip-hop charts, too. Mm. Yep. yep. So, uh, but yeah, so then... Cast you out! Cast you out, COVID. Um, Wait, that was that was Odin, my bad. Yeah, well... <laughs> He kind of said the same thing. So, I catch you out. Uh, movie, movie theaters are slowly starting to reopen. You can uh, you can rent them right now. You can rent like the whole theater for a pretty. Which that uh, kind of sounds cool. I yeah, for, for a pretty normal amount, uh, pretty not crazy amount. Um, it kind of makes you think about uh, the tickets for Disneyland that are going on going on sale. Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, look, I'm vaccinated. Mm-hmm. There is never going to be a time ever where Disneyland has so few people in it. Right. It's tempting. Like it's kind of, and you look at the prices for running these movie theaters. Like it's not that much. You're like, I'm, this is the only time I'm ever going to be able to like have a theater to myself. Be me, and and if I want family, sure, but just me, just you, just whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm. So, um, so theaters are kind of starting to reopen uh, as vaccination rates go up, uh, COVID cases go down. Hopefully, that 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 we maintain that pattern. Um, but now that things have kind of the dust has settled, we have uh, some some trailers and some dates for some movies that kind of got pushed back. Um, I know uh, HBO and Warner Brothers, they kind of came to a deal where they're releasing a lot of their stuff on HBO and online. Mm-hmm. Um, so Godzilla vs. Kong already came out um, in theaters and online. Mortal Kombat's going to be coming out here this month. Yes. Uh, we're getting the Space Jam, which uh, looks in- weird. Um, ready Player One-ish? Yeah, 100% Ready Player One-ish. <laughs> uh, with a lot of like unnecessary bad guys. Like, I'm sorry, you're going to put the clockwork orange guys in that movie? Like, oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. What's Rhodey doing here? Yeah, why, yeah why, why is Rhodey with the White Walkers? Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, so, our, our comic book movies are, are finally, uh, most of them have dates that they've been settled on. Um, so, Steve's has a, a master list right now. He has pulled up the, the upcoming Marvel and DC films um, and and television and uh, and their their dates. So Steve's lead us off. What's coming first and when? You got it, sir. First off, we're going with the MCU uh, with their movies and Disney Plus shows. Uh, first up, coming of course, June eleventh is oh, one of Odin's sons, Loki. Beautiful. Uh, which had a trailer that came out recently, and that trailer looks just. It, it looks like we've gone from like WandaVision. To yeah. now Falcon Winter Soldier, which is like, you know, grounded real world is back into the the the, the wackiest, the wacky insane, zaniest fucking. <laughs> hey, we need to fix time and space. And you're a Loki variant. And and Owen Wilson is here. <laughs> and the, 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 when he's in the room with the guy with a list of everything he's ever said. 
and you have to sign here to verify. You can't be serious. Oh, prints on the sheet. There, there it is. You can't be serious with the signature on it. It looks so much fun. Yeah. Um, and insane because we're going to tackle the fact that Loki taking the Tesseract has potentially created all these splinters of time. Yeah. yeah. So you get to see a bunch of like kind of potential like what ifs. Yeah. And which makes us now wonder that maybe uh, what happened with Wanda and WandaVision isn't the only thing that creates this multiverse we're getting to in That's Marvel. Maybe what happened with Loki also leads in what if what if we get the doctor strange manifesto that's <laughs> where it happens they're in loki not wandavision that's where it's at <laughs> well it's great owen wilson now being a part of the mcu i did not see that coming no and, that's and, and i love i just love that he's the type of character that he's going you're a smart guy yeah <laughs> rocking the back, mustache backstab so many 50 51 times I won't do it again. I won't do it again. It changed. <laughs> it, it, it looks like it's going to be fun, but also really cool. Like mm-hmm. Hiddleston, I mean, just looks extremely comfortable now. Yeah, it looks like Loki. he's having a great fucking time. Yeah, like it's it. It looks like it's going to be really cool. Um, the the potential for like Easter eggs and references to like the comics are just in innumerable in 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 innumerable. Thank you. I got you. A lot of them um, is what I'm trying to say. It looks like it'll be a lot of it's potential for a lot of cool fucking things. Um, and technically, before it's do we, okay. Here's the problem. What mm-hmm. what is Star Wars? Is Star Wars when we say comics? Do we do we mention Star Wars? I think we do because they they have Atlanta comics going. Okay, out. so May fourth, so. May fourth on on Disney Plus. Oh, um, oh, oh you're right. We're getting the Bad Batch. My bad. Yes. No. Do you, well, I mean, it's it's. It's 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 an offshoot from an offshoot, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Mm-hmm. So in the last season of the of the Clone Wars, um, which released on Disney Plus, we were introduced to the Bad Batch, mm-hmm. which are a group of clones that had a bunch of weird mutations and that made them much more dangerous. Um, and they're like a special ops team, more or less. And it seems like um they might not follow Order sixty six based on the the trailer. Um, uh, so they might be going against the the Empire and going against the clone troopers. Um, so the Bad Batch, we, like, and we met them in the end of the Clone Wars scenes. That looks really cool, um, just because they are very interesting. I'm hoping they're all voiced by the same guy because I just love that it's, they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we're getting that. May, so it seems like it's going to go almost like Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier. That's going to end Bad Batch. Batch. Then Loki. Loki. Right after that, just they're just they know how to keep you yep. keep you locked in. They're like, hey, we're not dropping everything all at once, but we're going to give you something every week. Don't you dare thinking about not subscribing. Don't you do? Oh, 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 what are you doing? Oh, you oh. canceled it because you because Mandalorian was over. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Look what we got. <laughs> um, What's next? So after Bad Batch and Loki, we have, of course, finally, <laughs> barring any other thing happening, finally, Natasha Romanoff gets her solo film yeah, in she theaters. Did. She did. Yeah, she is dead. She uh, Bl- Black Widow releases July 9th in theaters and Disney Plus premiere access as Ooh. of now. Ooh. And the latest trailer, I got to say, is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, it hits it hits emotional because Natasha's been there since day one with us, since Iron Man 2. She's yeah. been there. And it talks about her being with, you know, you're having a family um, and just oh, all these shout outs back to her previous movies in the Avengers and Civil right. War and everything. And then going back to her past, and in and what we what we're told, what we believe is that this takes place after Civil War, mm-hmm. and before she reunites with Steve and Sam in Infinity War. So it's in that gap in between. So she goes back home, back to back to Mother Russia, Russia, 
Um, her parents being, of course, uh, the sheriff from Stranger Things, uh, also known as Hellboy. And uh, his, her mother is Rachel Weiss from, from Mummy and Mummy Returns fame. Are they are they saying that he's that he's the dad? That's me assuming. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, oh no, I have no idea. I've, the I've, the way they made it seem, I thought I he was. I haven't paid any not. attention. That could be cool. Uh, that's what I'm. David Harbor. I just forgot his name. David Harbor is his name. Yeah. Um, okay. What he's I, playing? He's playing the uh, the Russian Captain America. Yeah. Like the uh, yeah the Soviet version. Yeah. Of Cap. It looks really cool. Uh, I like seeing her having finally having her solo flick, which was supposed to be coming out last year. Um. And I do like, though, at the end of the trailer, they do the Avengers theme, but with like a Russian chorus. Like, yeah. dun, 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 dun. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I see, I see what, what you're doing. doing. I, see, I what see what you're doing there. So I'm, I'm excited for Black Widow. Yeah. I want to see her finally have her day in the sun. It, it's the, the, the only, like, I'm, I'm excited for it. The, the problem is, is it's, it is, it's like, it's, it's weird that when you have, I mean, because the Marvel universe is not necessarily chronological. We know that because mm-hmm. Cap took place in the 40s and Captain Marvel mm-hmm. took place in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's, it is bizarre to have a character die and finally give her her solo story. That's after, you know, two, three movies ago. So it's, it's, I think it's weird, especially mm-hmm. the pandemic pushing it back is not yeah. helping. I'm yeah. so excited for it. Um, it just, it, it does, it does suck. I am excited too. Cause I, I had read before that they are using a clip that was filmed for civil war, Ooh. but they didn't use it. And it's being used here. And from what I remember reading, it's Tony telling, Romanoff to run because and he's trying to give her a buffer for her to go into uh, hiding. So okay. it's like him giving her a heads up. You didn't sign the accords. Oh no, you excuse me. You helped Cap and Bucky get away. I can only hold them back for so long. You need to go now. Right. So supposedly, from what I read, they're using that scene in there. So we do get to see Mr. Stark one more time. <laughs> I'll cry when I see that scene. Dead. I'm gonna cry. Um. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the two of them gone. Anyway, uh, after that, coming out September third on Disney Plus is Shang Chi and the League. Excuse me, the Legend of the Ten Rings. Did, only Disney Plus. Am I wrong on that one? I hope it's in theaters. It's not a show, is it? I'm going to double check. I could be wrong on that. Oh, that, don't don't scare me like that. I won't. I won't do that. <laughs> with me like that i am wrong it's a movie shut up okay. steves okay cool but it, it's probably going to be both it's probably going to be yes in theaters and, and premiere access yes theaters um, and premiere access so uh, tell us about shang chi no trailer yet um uh so shang chi is the master of kung fu um it's um a character it's, it's one of those characters that initially just steeped in in stereotypes uh, about Asian culture and martial arts, and and it took a long time, I think, for it to finally come around and and be a character that was both uh, respectful um, and 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 true in a lot of ways to to its cultural background. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shang Chi is dope. Like every time he pops up I, in a comic, I'm always fucking about it. Um, and now that I've uh, binge watched. Kim's Convenience on Netflix. Um, <laughs> I have fallen in love with uh, again. I, I and I, I, I totally probably fucking butchering, butchering this. Simu Liu. I need to watch an interview and just Simu Liu. Yeah, that's him. Hear someone say his fucking name right. Um, <laughs> so he's he plays Zhang on on Kim's Convenience. He's mm-hmm. the son of the parents that own the convenience store, um, and he is basically uh, 
he's ostracized from his, his dad. His, his mom has been like secretly like maintaining a, 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 a relationship. Um, and I've loved Kim convenience. Just found out it's getting canceled uh, and which is uh. fucking annoying. I'm really hoping like Netflix or somebody saves it. Cause I really like it. So obviously I have no idea what the movie's going to, what the, you know, what the tone of the movie's going to be. If it's going to be lighthearted, if it's going to be really serious, I really like him uh, in the role he's playing on Kim's convenience. Um, the cast for Shang-Chi looks dope. Aquafina's um, up in there. We're, we're getting, so potentially the 10 rings being obviously the 10 rings were the terrorist organization that captured uh, Tony Stark and Iron Man. Uh, it also is a reference to the Mandarin who ha- he has the, te- he has 10 rings and they're magical. But of course the Mandarin in the Iron Man series was peace, a front peace, peace. Yeah. <laughs> was a front uh, played by, um, Sir Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley. He was an actor being paid by um, what's his bucket to to play this terrorist, but it was actually the what's his bucket being a bad guy the whole time. I'm good at comic book movies, aren't I? The Star Cater. I forgot his name. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I know in the Hail to the Chief short, he did in prison. Um, they said he was going to meet the real Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, could be that there could be an actual mandarin uh i haven't actually i haven't looked at like the i haven't looked at like the casting or anything like any like the characters because I, I again i i'm probably gonna it's probably gonna be spoiled for me but i want to be as like as surprised as possible until i at least see a trailer where i'm like oh, okay cool that's obviously so and so um so i'm looking I, at it now they got michelle Yao in there and she yeah. is fantastic she yeah, was it, of it, course in tomorrow never dies <laughs> crazy rich asians and crouching tiger hidden dragon um, so that's, that's a fantastic yeah, addition it's, right it's there. It's got a dope cast, um, so far and, and I'm excited. I'm excited for it because of the source material, because of the actors involved. Um, Ooh. now here's a question. Yeah. This is her second MCU character. She appeared briefly. She, as she, a, was, she was one of the, uh, one of the Cree in, in Captain Marvel. No, no, she was, uh, no, she was, um, Alita Ogord in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, one of the, um, the different, uh, branches of, uh, what, what was Yondu? What were they? Oh, oh, no, I'm thinking, my bad. I'm thinking of, um, damn it. Hang on, hang on. Not now. I have to look it up. But, but I'm looking at this like she's playing two Marvel characters. Yeah. Cause one of the, the Ravagers. Yeah. The Ravagers. Thank you. She's one of the ravagers that show up for Yondu's uh, funeral. Right. Um, hang on. Hang on. Let me. <laughs> Dang it. Not As we scroll it. through the internet. There was, there was someone on this, the, the, the Kree team in Captain Marvel who I think she played two characters or she was going to play two oh. characters. And, and I saw an, an article about it and there's some controversy about it. And that's who I assumed it was, but I was wrong. Um, and I can't find it. So never mind. <laughs> She's playing double duty in the MCU. Hmm, that yeah, who cares? yeah, that person. Woo. I thought that only occurred if your previous Marvel movie failed, Chris or Evans. If, or if you um, died. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you die. You're right. <laughs> so Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings comes out September 3rd. What's next? Uh, in Disney Plus and theaters. And after that, we have... Tom Hardy once again donning the symbiote with Venom Let There Be Carnage coming out September 24th. I completely forgot this was a thing. So did I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I um 
I'm excited that it's I, okay. Full disclosure: I have yet to see the first Venom. Yeah, that's okay. I haven't seen it. Yet. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, and it's, it's not. It's it's not bad. Okay, it's, that's it. <laughs> it's you'll definitely. I mean, you, there's a there's a lot that you can enjoy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hardy's kind of weird in it, but mm-hmm. if you were also had this weird alien tar suit talking to you you'd probably be really weird it's true um the story the story was fine the the symbiotes looked cool uh i think what you're saying it's, it felt 90s yeah yeah like and, 90s style i think the, the biggest problem is that it it yeah no no you know it was you it made me it made me think of like the marvel movies before the mcu Oh yeah, yeah, that's what, it was, yeah. It was like it, like it, it thought that it was bad, but it was like bizarre that it was just kind of out on its own, like the mm-hmm. way like Daredevil and and Incredible Hulk and everything were. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's I think Woody Harrelson's going to be Cletus Cassidy. Yes, he is. Woody Harrelson is Cletus Cassidy. Michelle Williams a, returns. I think a better better wig for him because that him. was fucking <laughs> stupid. So I mean, um, the idea of the Carnage character is cool, but uh, but yeah, just it's it's almost just. Again, without connecting, without connecting it to Spider Man, it feels weird because yeah, why, I mean, why, we want we want Maximum Carnage the yeah, game. Give us when, that movie. And, and why why would the symbiote look like it does and have the powers that it does if it hadn't originally talked to Peter Parker and Spider-Man? yeah, I don't fucking know. That's the problem. That's the issue yeah, right there. Um, Andy Circus directing. Yeah. So what the fuck? Right. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that, Andy Circus. That, that alone makes me really interested in it because uh, has he directed anything else? I don't. God, I don't think so. I'm looking at the writer. It's the same. Her name is Kelly Kelly Marcel. She also wrote Terra Nova, the TV show, Fifty Shades of Grey, and Saving Mr. Banks. You know that's what? The, I, I think uh, I think the Fifty Shades of Grey. I think that's a very important uh, aspect. Yeah. I think showing how the symbiote you know attaches that that's a way to show it sexually. What sexually? What? Um, I'm looking at Andy Circus's resume, which is huge when it comes to acting. Um, wait, wait. it looks like he. Oh, he directed Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle, which is not Disney one. I believe that's the one that was on Netflix. Right. Where Christian Bale voiced one of the animals. I forgot which one it was, though. Um, But then Mowgli was his first uh, major motion picture that he directed. He was, he was also – I don't know what – okay, I don't understand. Again, I don't understand how films are made. He Go was the second unit director for the Hobbit films. Yes. So that's the guy who – uh, second unit is typically the person of char- in charge of all the extras and background uh, talent. Okay. So if there's the first, uh, the assistant director or the director, they got their first unit, which is your main stars, your supporting characters. Your second unit director is the director in charge of all the extras and background talent. I know because I was one of those. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so that's what he did on The Hobbit. And Heavenly okay. Sword, yeah, and and it looks like then he did a movie called Breathe. It looks really sad, so I don't want to read about it. <laughs> yes, and the Ruins of Empires TV movie, and then Mowgli, I think, was his big one, and then big now one. Venom. Let there be there go. Carnage. All right, Andy Circus, good for you. Good job. And Moving uh, on up, pal. Precious. So that that's our uh, that's our Marvel block. That's right? your Marvel lineup over in the other universe, which is like a well oiled oiled machine. Hmm. A well-oiled machine with four different size tires. Uh, 
an engine that was um, designed in Japan. The wrong um, belt size. Yeah, uh, manufactured in the, the UK and yep. assembled in uh, Antarctica. Has a uh, manual shifter for no reason because it's automatic. Yeah, yeah. It only gets AM stations. <laughs> it's re- real weird. But the Sorry. sound on those AM stations, pristine. AM radio. Yeah, it sounds great. It sounds great. <laughs> um, so first up in the DC world, we have, of course, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad coming out Hell August yeah. 6th. I am excited for it. Um, there was a recent trailer they released after the Red Band trailer, mm-hmm. which kind of gave it more of a story background. The theatrical trailer. Is theatrical the, trailer. The term. Happily, we in both of them, we do get Stallone's uh, <laughs> hand. And, and. <laughs> his King Shark. I'm so excited for his King Shark. <laughs> so great. I love how Gunn took some of his old guardians friends and just threw them in random places you got yondu in there you got stallone in there (laughs) um shows more with the story that's going on uh i do love that we are continuing with the harley quinn that we got in birds of prey um because that movie did much more justice for that character than the previous suicide squad in my opinion uh so it's good to see her harley quinn kind of echoing that same style even in the red band trailer which i love when it rains it's like angels splooging everywhere. <laughs> like that's good. I like that. Uh, James Gunn also you know, likes to have fun, so I think uh, this is going to be a fun movie to watch. And yeah, it's, being it's, the wrestling fans that we are, seeing John Cena up in there, yeah. being self-deprecating as always okay. is playing, fantastic. But playing basically the superhero version of the dad he was in Cockblockers. Yes, that's what he like, is. That, that is basically what he is. Like what? He, like when. when when he's like, he's like, if this beach was covered in dicks and I'd eat them all to save liberty, like I would preserve liberty, I would. Why are there penises on all over the beach? Like, who uh, knows what villains do what they do? Such a good line. He sees like he's, Cena is great at self deprecation. Yeah, he does a great job of being self deprecating when he's outside of the wrestling ring. Yeah. and so he did that in Blockers. He's done that in the. Uh, the Tina Fey um, yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. He, the, he does that the same way. The way the sisters where he's the drug yes, dealer. Yes, yes, yeah. He does. He's so good at it. He's perfect in this role. Yeah. Uh, he, he fights for peace no matter how many women, men, women, or children he has to kill. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's weird. It, it is. Uh, so here, here's the thing. So it's not a sequel. Yeah. Um, nope. And the, the problem is you have four or five very prominent characters being played by the same people. But it's mm-hmm. not a sequel mm-hmm. to a movie that came out like less than five years ago. So it, I think that's that's what's kind of throwing a lot of people because you have like Amanda Waller, um, yep, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, and uh, the, the leader, the, uh, yeah, the soldier, Flag, yes, Rick Flag, is that yep? Um, Thank you. So yeah, it's it's yeah, weird. Rick Flag. Same actors, same characters, but not a sequel. Um, and Taika Waititi has a role where you don't know yet, though. Yep, They've yet to um, say what he I th- is. I think Dave Bautista also has a yep, role. Yep, Dave Bautista, but they haven't said what he's going to be. Um, it, it, it's the, the, the cast now is stacked. Mm-hmm. Like, just uh, if like a who's who of random DC villains with a who's Idris who Elba. of actor. Idris Elba, Peter Capaldi, the, 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 the Doctor Who. Um Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. He's he's. Uh, I think he's gonna be arms arms fall off boy. It's <laughs> great. Who his powers are that his arms fall off. Um, <laughs> Pete Davidson. Pete of Davidson. You, uh, Michael Rooker is the savant. Uh-huh. Um, who's who's playing Polka Dot Man? I can never remember his name. Oh, and so it, Polka Dot Man is played by David Dashmalchian. Yes, which we first saw him as the wacky guy in the Dark Knight, right. who gets taken away by Harvey Dent. 
and then went over to Ant-Man yep. with the Baba Yaga. He's, he's, he's doing all kinds of cool shit. Bob, yeah. Baba Yayo, Baba Yoyo. Bob, Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga, so, that's what it was. So he's got all, yeah, he's got all this cool fucking comic book cred now. It's, um, yeah. Oh yeah, he does. And then, um, uh, of course, uh, Sean Gunn is um, uh-huh. doing a motion capture. Uh, mm-hmm. um, shit, who's he playing? Oh, wait, I'm trying to remember. I can't. Once Sean, he weasel. Thank you. Duh. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, like I said, Sylvester Stallone is voicing King Shark. King Shark. It's just it's it's great. I, I'm really excited for. I'm because here's the thing. Like, it's not that like. David Ayer, he he says he has another cut of of, of Suicide Squad, and and that's mm-hmm. all well and good. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this looks like it, it it's it's giving DC the Guardians of the Galaxy treatment, mm-hmm. where it's it's James Gunn just doing what James Gunn does best. He's taking an mm-hmm. ensemble, an insane ensemble, a huge yeah. ensemble, yeah. and it looks like he's still going to manage to make you care about some of them and 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 give you a solid story. Um, giving him the the reins on on it's because it's gonna be R rated, R rated R, right? Uh yes, yes, it is. Give him like the reins on R rated film, like that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, he could bring in all kinds of talent who want to work with James. I mean, Michael Rooker and him have worked together since Slither. Um, yep. so he's got you know it's all these amazing talented people he can bring in. Um, so yeah, so that's that's gonna be awesome. Yep. Uh, and then. After that, as far as I can see, we are going to take a few months off for DC. And Shocking. Mar- there's going to be some inconsistencies from them. What? 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 And as of right now, March 4th, 2022 is the premiere for Matt Reeves's The Batman starring the Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. The Pattinson. The Pattinson man. Yes, we got a March 4th, 2022 release date for that one. As we said earlier, it's been revealed that Matt has said that this Batman is in Earth 2. Oh, no, Batman. Earth 2, that's a multiverse. That means Darkseid is. Darkseid's got it. Um, I do love the cast they have going for this. We got Robert Pattinson as Batman. Uh, we got Andy Serkis as Alfred. Wait, so, what? Yeah, Andy Serkis as Alfred. That? I don't know that? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. holy shit. Right. Okay. Okay. That is the one thing I will say that Warner Brothers has done right with their franchise is their Bruce Wayne Alfred pairings have been fantastic. Always great. Doesn't matter if it was Michael Keaton and Michael Cuff, Uh, even when it was Clooney and Kilmer, them with Michael Cuff, still Still good. Bale and Michael Caine made you emotional. Size of a tangerine. Size of a tangerine. (laughs) Affleck and Jeremy Irons played off each other so well. I really enjoyed Irons. Yeah, and so now we get Pattinson Circus, and I could totally see dude that being fantastic. That okay, that that already like I I was I'm I'm into this movie because it's it's different, mm-hmm. and um I'm I'm also, you know, I'm I'm over the whole like oh he was in Twilight yeah he's done a bunch of other shit we already have this yeah exactly he's proved himself as an actor 100 percent um but that that combination mm-hmm. that's gonna be cool because because mm-hmm. I could see him being the dry witty British. Also, potentially the military background, like I mm-hmm. can see it, like circus bulked up for Black Panther and stuff. Yep. Like yep. I'm, I'm down. Um, you get so they get those two. Colin Farrell as the Penguin, God, which transformation is bizarre. God, did not see that coming. Like I was, we were all thinking, like, oh, so what is he like, young Penguin? And he's like, like yeah, not, just, no, no, he's give him a nose. Yeah, right. He he went. He transformed himself for that one. We he have looks Zoe. Gross. 
He looks gross. He looks. <laughs> I like this choice. Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, aka yep. Catwoman. Yep. She's a fantastic actress. She was on Big Little Lies last two seasons. She's phenomenal. I like that pick. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard, which we may have known before as, um, God, I forgot the bad guy's name, but Green Lantern. Is the bad guy in Green Lantern going against um, Wait, going which, against Ryan Reynolds? Which which Sarsgaard is he? Oh no, different different family. This is Peter Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard. I'm okay. Sarsgaard. I, heard, I heard Sarsgaard, and I'm like, oh yeah, not and, it. And, and not and into one, a big brother. One of the dads from Mamma Mia. Bootstrap Bill. Yeah. Also, bootstrap okay, Bill. also Bootstrap Bill. Also, <laughs> you know, the what are the scientists in Thor? But let's be yes. real. He's one of the dads in Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. <laughs> much more of an important role. Hang on. What, what Sarsgaard? Yeah, Peter Sarsgaard was the bad guy in Green Lantern. He was also in uh Jarhead with um Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, he's oh, a good actor. Yeah, no, I told totally you that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a great actor. Uh John Turturro is gonna be Carmine Falcone. I love that pick. John Turturro yeah. is phenomenal. Putting him as Carmine, oh, I'm all for that. Yep. Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon. Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon is fantastic. I love Jeffrey Wright. And some people are wondering, <laughs> some people are trying to say that James Gordon is now uh, that Batgirl's uh, daughter will, of course, then be black. So I'm like, I, I, that would be fantastic. I have no idea who they choose because Zoe Kravitz is already Catwoman. But I, I'm I'm all for Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon. That man is a phenomenal actor. Uh, just it's another great cast he got going. Matt Reeves directing. The writers are Peter Craig. Who I know, I know that name. He wrote The Town with Ben Affleck and Jeremy yeah. Renner. Yeah. He wrote The Hunger Hunger Games, Mockingjay. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright was. Um, oh, crap. He was he was one of the. The, f- the friggin' technical guys from the um, motherfucker. I'm- oh, he, I don't remember the name. I know what you're talking he, about. He, he helps them like wire the explosives to blow up the, the, mm-hmm. the dome because he's, mm-hmm. he's one of the tech guys. And he was also one of the writers for <clears throat> Bad Boys for Life. I like that right there. You know what? That's an important credit. Mm-hmm. For me. For me, it is. Hey, <laughs> so there's. Hey, I watched them. I know you did. I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the Batman March 4th, 2022. And then another few months of break time for, for DC. Seems like uh, you could have new gods in there. I don't fucking know. Uh, I think you see, I think there's an opening for uh, new gods there. You guys could have made that happen. I don't think uh, that'd have been a problem anyway. November 4th, 2022, we are getting The Flash. Which there is no storyline set for it. All we know is that it's probably going to be Flashpoint. Probably, probably Flashpoint. Okay, wait. Does that mean that's November? That's November of 2022. 2022. So that means right we're now. not getting the Aquaman sequel or the Shazam sequel or Black Adam? N- not. till 2023? That's disgusting if that's true. I really am upset if that's a fact. Or, or is it just it. they don't have like set days, but they're... Because like I know like... Like the what if the the Marvel what if animated series is like coming. Mm-hmm. I think they have it listed as summer. Like we don't have like an exact date. It will probably get its date during like Loki or something. Yeah, they so they actually have Aquaman two slated for December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. Okay, so so yeah, okay, so right after. And and uh, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Hang on one second because this list did not include the current update we saw on social media that we are getting my hero. 
Mr. Black Adam himself. Right. His movie comes out July of 2022. So he will be okay, out in the okay, summer. So they, they, pack, they packed in a little bit more there. Yes. But then still no. But what about Shazam? Shazam Fury of the Gods, slated for June 2nd, 2023. Jesus Christ. I don't even like saying that year. I don't, I, I don't even like thinking about that being a 2023. Uh-huh. And Wonder Woman 3 is to be announced. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, but they're real excited about Wonder Woman 3 right now. <laughs> So yeah, my correction there, between the Batman in March and the Flash in November of next year, we do have Black Adam in July of 2022. Good. One of the few DC movies we're all legitimately excited for. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, we've, because, you know, Rock has been signed on to be Black Adam since, I don't know, 2012, 2013, and he hasn't wavered. Yeah, he's been been in physical shape for it the entire time. (laughs) He says he's doing more training for it. Like, for what? For what, what are you adding? <laughs> there, there's some actors who would have like lost weight and or like like gotten bigger, gotten skinnier for different roles, and they're like, yes. like "No, I can only play roles where I'm massive." Yes, exactly. Give, give, j- Jungle Cruise, massive, massive. <laughs> Every Disney ride, Matt Jumanji. Oh. <laughs> I I think, uh, and it, it feels like in the mean while he was preparing, he you know got credibility as a producer because Shazam would be his producing credit, and right. that did well. So can you? quickly look up do we have any kind of estimated time on thor thor love and thunder because i've when that, we, we've seen yes. production people have been like snooping around the set taking pictures mm-hmm. we've seen some pretty everyone looks buff as of right now we are looking at may 6th 2022 okay so still so that that's not crazy okay no not too bad yeah because I, I, the mcu is just kind of like i mean they, they were they were already taking time off and then the pandemic just made it even even longer mm-hmm. so Mm-hmm. And that lineup right there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Bale is going as Gore the God Butcher. Which is so fucking cool. Uh, Taika Waititi returns as Korg because he's directing as well. Yes, of course. Melissa McCarthy as actor Hella. Oh, yeah. Uh, someone someone was, again, they were sneaking shots of the set. And it mm-hmm. looks like there there's another play being performed with Matt Damon. <laughs> he's back as actor Loki. Yep. He's and back. then and then she's and then yeah, she's playing Hella. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Tessa back as Valkyrie. Chris Pratt as Peter Quill. Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. Um, Sean Gunn back as Craglin. And he, uh, Luke Hemsworth is actor Thor again. Yeah, oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, so here's here's what I'm gonna say. Um, <clears throat> I, again, I don't know if this is necessarily like I don't know which Gore the God Butcher they're going to be using, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Thor, the the Thor God of Thunder run from 2012 is where he was introduced. It okay. was created by Jason Aaron. Um, okay. It's a great Thor series. And okay. The artwork is beyond beautiful, and it covers basically, um, if I remember right. It was it, it it was it was actually it was funny. It's kind of like Young Rock actually, um, in that it showed Thor in like three different phases of his life, like current Thor, like All Father Odin Thor, and this might have been later on in the series. I'm, I'm again, I read this years ago, mm-hmm. um, and then like young like brash Thor, and I think current Thor is investigating all these gods being killed like all over the universe. Um, uh-huh. And it turns out it's Gore, the God Butcher, who's going after them. And I think at like the end of time, he like phases off with them or something. Okay, it's beautiful. Jason Aaron is is fantastic. The nice. artwork is beyond beautiful. 
Um, and it could, I have no idea if it's going to be related to this story or if just the, you know, just the character, but it, check that out. If you have some time, it's, it's mm-hmm. cool. I highly recommend it. It'll be on the Marvel unlimited app. There you go. Perfect. Not there a sponsorship, not being paid though. I'd love to be. <laughs> and of course, uh, the recent edition of Russell Crowe into yeah. Thor. Do we know love who, and Thunder. Is, do we know who he's going to be? Unnamed still unnamed dude. There's a lot of cool mm-hmm. characters. He could be, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if one of them, did they intro- they didn't introduce a balder did they Mm-mm. we have not Mm-mm. had a balder yet mm, i wonder no he, the age difference might be weird but cuz balder is of course thor's brother sam neil returning as actor odin <laughs> dr grant himself fantastic <laughs> that's totally awesome uh nice. yeah so yeah we got may uh may 6th cool. for may 6th 2022 for thor love and thunder beautiful yeah, there we go. There you have it. There's our lineups for both the Marvel Universe and the DC Universe and in our theaters and living rooms. And as of now, that seems to be how it's how it's going to go. That seems to seems be like it. Bit. Um, we'll see. I think it's 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 going to be interesting the way it kind of paves the way for how uh, we we judge films' financial success. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know streaming numbers are how they're looking at stuff, and that's kind of a weird weird like bar to compare to because for example mm-hmm. we um uh we watched raya we got raya the, the last dragon yeah um and it's it's weird because the early access is whatever like 20 30 bucks or whatever on top of your like 10 dollar a month disney plus access so say you pay 30 40 bucks to watch this movie i think it's 30 yeah. um so if you think about it it's like okay if you're single or it's like you and your uh, partner, fiance, uh, husband, wife, whatever, or like you and a roommate, and you watch this movie. You're you're paying more to watch it than you would be to go see in theaters, right? True. Because yep. you're paying like thirty, forty bucks just yep. watch it. It's what like twelve to fifteen dollars a ticket to go see it in theaters. Maybe you went on a Tuesday and it was ten dollars. Mm-hmm. But say you're a family of four. You know, a multi-generational household with eight people in it. You got grandma and grandpa and, mm-hmm. you know, you got your sister and and, and her kids and their, her husband and everyone. Suddenly eight, not so bad. So you got seven, eight people watching this. They're losing mm-hmm. money. Yep. So, and and once you pay the $20, you can watch it as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. So you're not going back in and seeing it the weekend after. You're not seeing it cheaper later on on, like, you know, on that Tuesday. So... Yep. The the way they're gauging it, they they said like Raya was like a was like a was a flop, but it's critics are really enjoying it, audiences are really enjoying it, and there's a shit ton of people I imagine who probably aren't going to pay the premiere access because in a month or two they could just get it on Disney Plus for free. They're going to wait till then, yeah, yeah. How 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 do you compare that? Like that's not your big box office weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's because like I'll, I'll be honest, the the only one I'm thinking about paying for right now is Black Widow because I don't know if I'll be going to theaters to see it, but I know for yeah. sure that. I want to. I need to keep up with the MCU, so yeah, I'm I, probably like, going to be ordering I mean, we, that one. We, we're vaccinated. Our, the, the county our numbers are looking good. I, I hope the trend stays down because I mm-hmm. would really love to go to a movie theater. And oh, see I it. miss it, dude. I miss it. I I feel like probably the last movie I saw in theaters was probably a Marvel movie, um, <laughs> just because I can't think of anything else that we were really going to theaters for. So I don't know. That's going to be weird. And but then you also have like. Um, I think like Godzilla versus Kong was like they like it smashed box office records for pandemic film going. It's like yeah, 
yeah, okay, is that a, is that a record we want to fucking talk about? But <laughs> yeah, it, uh, no, they were they were really blowing up the article. I saw biggest opening weekend in months: Godzilla versus Kong, forty two million. I'm like, I remember that was like bad for a blockbuster if they yeah, made forty two million. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it almost made a quarter of its budget. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, it's stre- weird I, times. You know, st- streaming numbers. That's a that's a weird. Again, that's a weird benchmark. You don't know how many mm-hmm. people are watching, but whatever. We'll 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 figure it out. We'll we'll be back in the movie theaters soon enough. Hopefully, I hope so. safe and I hope so. And stepping on sticky floors and yes and yes and not today not to not today not today dildo. I just came. I just came. There's some uh, Dane a Cook light, references for you. A, um, a light bulb in that thing. If you're uh, not an old man like we are. Um, <laughs> Dane Cook is a, a stand-up comedian who at yes. one point was very popular on um, fire because people thought he was funny. Um, I'm not saying he was funny. I'm saying people thought he was funny uh, <laughs> because I go back and I'm like, I thought this was funny. <laughs> okay. 2004, David, wh- <laughs> whatever. Um, whatever. I mean, I've, I've heard his re- he made, recently did some stand-up and it's apparently uh, entertaining. Um, his acting career was, weird well, well yeah but whatever we could still we could still make our make our not today captain dildo references yes we like the theater part of that of that yeah. stick yeah exactly <laughs> uh so yeah so so speaking of theaters that's about gonna wrap it up for our trailer talk um hopefully mm. things are getting uh, back to normal and see some movies nice though if you do want to stay home that we do have things like hbo max disney plus oh yes you can watch these uh movies and enjoy them in a timely fashion um, when not everyone is vaccinated yet, or we still want to be safe or to be extra precautious. Um, so thanks for hanging out on this episode, uh, of the Cable Crusaders. My name is of course, David Barry. I'm joined by none other than the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. There he is. Um, so, uh, funny outro quip, um, mm. mm-hmm. good, good inside joke with finger guns. Um, <laughs> Oh shit! I'm just reading the thing. I'm supposed to insert words in here, aren't I? Fuck. Uh, Radio magic. Um, Radio magic. So for Manderson <laughs> and Amy, uh, we are the Capeless Crusaders. A <gasps> uh, good night. Good night. <laughs>